Sorry, messed up to start the show. Welcome in, everybody. What's up? We've got another episode live from Omaha, sort of. Um, somebody that's going to be on the show later will be live from Omaha, so I think it's, um, uh, what do you call that? It's like uh, guilty by association. We're in Omaha, live in go. Omaha. So we are going to bring Kiv on later. The team uh, just mentioned it's like it, breaking team. news. This is like, <laughs> yeah. Like- Kiv's in the eye of the storm. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, so we, we are live from Omaha. No big deal. We're ready to talk some ball baseball. There is some football news. We, we've got it all this show, so we're, we're definitely ready to bring you guys in a great episode of More Important Issues. As always, um, I mean, I'm, I told you, Landon, I was like, I, you know, on Monday, I was like, I don't think it's set in that, like, the Vols are in – I mean, this they're playing for a national championship. They're in the final of it. But it hadn't set in. Now that I'm like, we're – you know, Kiv's coming on tonight to talk about it. I'm a, I'm pumped. It's there. My heart's racing just thinking about it. It is. It's a big week. It's fun. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I'm very nervous, but like like we're here though, so it's like this is what you work exactly. to get to. Every everything everything after this is is gravy. Like every this is all gravy. Right. That's so weird. It's very like, like weird. It, it is like you said last episode. It's like the final four. Like you Absolutely. made it to the final four. Now you just something's got to give. And, and I've got great news. We get to just hop right into it. We we've got like I said, live from Omaha. We've got assistant baseball coach Ross Kiven on. Welcome back. It, hey, I'm glad we got to make a routine out of this. How you doing tonight, Coach? How's Omaha? Oh, dude, I've only been in here for like six total minutes. Um, <laughs> but it's been wheels great. are down. <laughs> yeah, the wheels just touched down. We got the police escort to the to the hotel, and there's people all over the place. And I don't know if you saw what Sean tweeted, but the, there's people in the lobby. They're playing Rocky Top. It's exciting. It's good for the boys that I, they uh, they deserve this. When I saw y'all walking into the hotel, the first thing I thought was the, the it's the cute boys on campus. They they oh, they get to the experience cutest. it all. <laughs> the cute. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> You, you know, I, I texted Landon after we won, after a few coaches pops, and I was like, "Gotta get, gotta get back on because of it." So, yeah, uh, we're, the, we're the good juju now. Yeah, we we turn karma. the tables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and I, I you know, I know uh, maybe it was a pressure situation, but Saturday night, a couple drinks in, uh, I was like, "I gotta, I gotta force his hand here." So I tweeted that yet yeah, you had to come back on. Yeah, and I'm in. I mean. That, that Saturday night was not easy, obviously, for anybody, um, except for maybe Chad Dallas. Uh, <laughs> everything else, it seemed, came very difficult, and uh, I'm just glad we won. So what, what's the feeling ar- around the team like? Is we, we feeling good? Like, how's practice been this week? What's it been like? No, practice – people have asked me that. It, it feels like business as usual. Um I think maybe today was a little bit different. One, because we had youth camp in the morning and then we practiced and the campers were still there and they're signing autographs in between their, their at-bats. Uh, <laughs> our normal Wednesday routine, which was kind of different, but they, they embraced it and, and they're, they're all superstars. I mean, they all handle any type of adversity well. I, I think the one thing I would say is different is we, we got the fly charter. Um, this, this trip and with COVID and, and the budget stuff early, we didn't get to. So some of our freshmen first time doing it, um, uh, I'm sure that now they, they've had a taste of it. They will be upset if Zerker ever books a commercial flight again. <laughs> um, there you go. But as far as the mood, it, it seems business as usual. Monday was a little bit slower, but I can only assume why. And, uh, 
Tuesday and Wednesday have, have been really good work days. I'm excited to get out to Creighton tomorrow morning and practice, and then obviously the TV on Friday. So have you been to Omaha before? Yeah, Coach V has been wearing me out in the uh, in the meetings. I'm the only coach that hasn't played in Omaha in the College World Series. I used to play midweek games against Creighton here uh, my junior and senior year. So I've played in the stadium before, so I can kind of – uh, help with the experience there for some of the players, especially the infielders. But as far as the atmosphere, it's, it's probably a little bit different than a Tuesday 6 o'clock start against Creighton. <laughs> yeah, Creighton didn't have 24,000 on a midweek day. <laughs> wait a minute. My, my research might have been for – so so V, Tony Tony got to play in – he played in the College World Series? He coached in it. Coached. I, that doesn't count for my question. That doesn't count for my question. So oh, okay, that's good. Okay. So upon, we've had you on the show, what, this is fourth? Fourth time now? Yeah, I think and so. And you you failed to mention that you were the you won conference player of the year in 2013. Well, I don't know. Are, are recruits watching it? Because that's the only time I ever mention it. So, <laughs> so what what about you hitting for a reverse it. cycle? I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> Against Nebraska. Against Nebraska. Now I'm in the state of Nebraska. So look at how that came full circle. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah, I uh, I did some research. I thought, man, I want to know who the who the best ball player on the staff was. Um, and well, uh, I would love that. I wasn't the best ball player, but don't be humble. Uh, don't be humble yeah, now. I, might have the best <laughs> stats. I don't know about that. Zerker's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Zerker's a stud. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I uh, yeah, I was I was ready to ask you a, a capital J journalist question there, and and nice. uh, maybe exactly maybe maybe see who you got. Uh, if you guys are in your heyday, who who's winning that head to head? Who's the who's the guy? You know, Elander's a freak of nature as far as, like, strength yeah. and bat speed. Like, he can hit it off a literal tee, right? Like, you would put on when you are a kid and mm-hmm. you would hit. He could hit it off the tee from home plate over our tee on the scoreboard. So, he, he's Jesus obviously Christ. a big piece of why the hitting's so so good and why it's been – obviously, the, the power numbers continue to, to rise throughout the year, but obviously each year we've been here as well. Um, he's a big part of that. Um, so I think he's probably the best hitter. Frank would tell you he's got the best arm, um, but I just let him tell me whatever he wants. <laughs> um, Tony will tell you he was the best defender because he was a uh, defensive replacement at Missouri, and that's my job on him. Um, Clinton, our, our, our uh, strength coach, actually played third base at Norfolk State and then went, went to the national championship deep two in, uh, at Ashland oh. University. He was a good okay. ball player. He does not get the. He gets enough credit in coaches post games, so he's not doing anything <laughs> here. And then Zerker at four hundred, man. Like my, I have the awards, but awards are what did it, Tony say in one of his pressers for lost souls or something? So <laughs> I guess I'm a lost soul. Sorry, sorry. I hate to hated to bring that up. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> that's okay. Well, no, the reason I was looking too is because you know you talk about how it's like business as usual, but it's a different. You know, you go, you're going playing. Thankfully, you all got to host regional and super regional. So it's just home. You get to sleep in your bed. It's nice. And how do you handle going away? It is nice. You know, Tony did get to coach in one, um, obviously with Elander playing in one. They've been there. They've experienced that week. Is there anything changes in routine? Like what's what's the process kind of looking like now that you're there? It's a really good question. That is a journalist question. Of usually we come <laughs> on here and talk about chili and all random stuff. Oh, I got plenty. Uh, Don't worry. Serious. Um, no, I, I think um, – Tuesday's meeting, pre-practice, we, we went at night, um, which has been our routine throughout the entire postseason. And 
our our pre-meeting was just basically hammering out what to expect when you get here from you know remember we have luke bonfield as a grad assistant here who uh was a runner-up in the national championship uh, series at, at at arkansas um so he was really good resource for our guys and talking about the experience and josh obviously played there and tony's coach then and frank coached at the national championship so so we kind of laid out like you're gonna see things that are different there's gonna be big crowds there's gonna be people wanting autographs and pictures and take you off your routine um which is fine you should embrace it and enjoy right. it but saturday and sunday you need to get back into your routine your routine what what you do to prep for games your hydration needs to be right it's gonna be steaming hot um so i think we've done a good job of kind of laying out what to expect as far as that. And, and you don't know until you do it, right? So these guys yeah. are like, okay, I know coach is saying there's going to be tons of Oakley guys and Wilson rap and you get new gear and all this, but like, you don't know until you get that stuff. Um, and then, I mean, the crowd at the hotel was just like coach E told, told us it would be. So we're one for one as a coaching staff right now. <laughs> know. We didn't lie to him yet. Um, but I, I think we did a really good job Tuesday of hammering out those details. And then Wednesday, it's kind of what we would do every time we'd go on the road. So I, I'm not going to bring it up because I'm a superstitious guy, but we had a pretty good road record this year. We purposely went on the road early in the season uh, to play a really good Georgia Southern team uh, on purpose so that our guys mm-hmm. are kind of ready for any type of attack, especially when it's cold and, and it was windy down there and, and you're facing arms for the first time in a year and a half. So I, I think – our mentality as road dogs have, have kind of been um, the same throughout the entire year. Uh, I, I'm not worried about the guys sleeping in the hotel beds. They're, you know, I mean, someone might post something like, oh, I saw this guy in Georgia. But for the most part, <laughs> we've never had an issue off the field or with any, you know, type of tomfoolery going on. These guys want to win. And yeah. uh, I don't think it'll change this week. So how, did, how does it I mean, has it really set in for you that, like, y'all are in the College World Series? Um, or is it – I mean, no, you said business as usual, but, like, at one point, you're, are, are you going to take in the moment, I guess? I'll probably take it in Sunday pregame. Uh, I think you told me that, Wayne. And then last time I was on that, like, man, you should look up. It's a full crowd, super regional. And I did for the first time because usually I'm just wired about the defense or whatever. Yeah. That's yelling at me about it. Um, <laughs> No, I, I think I will pregame on Sunday, but then it's, you know, you, as a coach, you, my job is to make sure that these boys are focused and enjoying it. I can enjoy it on the back end of like, man, this team is really special. Right. Um, I don't feel like there's any pressure from any outside noise or our fan base or, or, you know, our players or coaching staff that like, oh my gosh, you have to win, you have to win. I think it's more the mentality is we come into every single game, like I've said, with no fear but respect mm-hmm. um, and we're going to throw our best punch every time and if our best punch is what it took that day then heck i like i like our guys in, in a lot of fights yeah sorry i'm a little hoarse uh you know when you hit six home runs um i so i'll, I'll kind of blame you for for losing my voice but uh <clears throat> i can't imagine if i was at texas a&m in those last three innings i'd have at least these home runs were kind of spread out throughout the game but We've we've heard a lot about TD Ameritrade, and it is a little bigger than Lindsey Nelson. We know, we know, we know. But like, it, it, does does that affect you guys at all, or, or what are your kind of thoughts on on just playing at a bigger stadium? Oh, and 
every team that plays us knows what our approach is because they, they have really good scouting departments. Every team, especially this week, will be well coached. But teams in our league are so well coached that they know our approach. It's not to leave the yard. We take really aggressive swings towards the middle of the field at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't we, we like to fight and compete with two strikes, but we never leave our approach before that. Um, but for anyone saying that, like, we try to hit home runs that, or we, we rely on the home run ball, the numbers don't even back that up. So <laughs> right. there's, and I mean, I'm not trying to get into a, a feud with people sliding <laughs> into my DMs, but there's a certain team that isn't playing anymore that does rely, rely on that, and their fan base is very vocal about our ballpark, and it's, it's, not, it's not the same. So I, you, you don't have to say any names, but I was at the store before the show, and I almost bought an NC State hat to wear but I, I opted out i opted out <laughs> oh man no and, and look i got a lot of respect for those guys and and one of my better friends is um on their staff uh, well, but, and, and you said it though every team in super regional you know lsu yeah y'all swept them but every team earned the right to be there like it was going to be a challenge even for the number one team in the nation the best team in the sec you know by you know by what they did in the season like it wasn't easy for them. Every team that was there last week deserved to be there. And sure. some teams earned even more. Our, our scouting guy, Sean McCann, who is incredible. He's a director of scouting. He's been, he recruited me at K-State. He's been on Tony forever. Um, he has nightmares for that LSU lineup the next two years. <laughs> and he was very vocal about it. So that's a really good team. They just ran yeah. out of gas. Um, they you know, Marceau was a little taxed, but he's a superstar. He's going to go really high in next month's draft, and he's deserving. It's it's very deserving. Um, you know, losing Jaden Hill, you don't want to say that – you don't want to say the, the, the injury bugs because we've dealt with it all year as well. But, uh, you know, they kind of just – a lot of freshmen had to step up, and they threw more innings than they, they're used to, and it kind of just mm. ran out of gas at the end. Um, where our guys are pretty relentless as far as – you know, having tough at bats and working counts and not giving in, like I said. So for all the, you know, the the naysayers or the loud yellers on Twitter that think we only hit home runs, I mean, we we average more pitches per at bat than any team in the country. So fun stat, yeah, I like that. Here's a fun stat for you. <laughs> I like it. Here's another stat, and it's um, you know, I don't know where, like the where y'all want to get to as far as runs, um, but. I don't know if you know more this, than but the other team, Landon. Exactly. One more exactly. than the other team. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get five runs, y'all are 42 and four. So, I mean, that, that's – is that – did you know that or – No, I didn't. I knew that we did a there good job. There you go. You should be hired. McCann needs you as his, his top intern. Yeah, there you uh, go. We do a good job in the league. I knew that as far as, like, keeping runs to a minimum. It's because we throw a lot of strikes. But mm-hmm. we're, we're more – you know, it's just – susceptible to the home run ball just because we do throw a lot of strikes. So the same teams that, you know, complain about our park get to play in it. And uh, it, it, at the end of the day, when you have Chad Dallas like he is or like he was on Saturday, you always like your chance to win. The way Blake Tidwell threw the ball, um, even though he gave up three home runs and six runs, we still felt like he threw the ball really well. Um, and he did a really good job in that moment um, to kind of, continue the streak that he's been putting together some quality starts. So for us, I think Frank does an unbelievable job with the pitchers. You've heard it plenty. Um, and I guess I'm just, you know, the 18th hundredth guy to, to piggyback that, that take, but he, uh, he, he's very demanding on, on pounding the strike zone and letting the other team beat you. And 
trust in your offense and trust in your defenders, and it's worked. Yeah, when you give a when, when you don't let anybody on base, a solo shot isn't that bad. Yeah. Um, sure, you know, and Cheese is the captain of doing it, and his room's like three <laughs> down from me, so I hope he can hear me yelling. <laughs> I also love love this this Cheese. I don't know why yeah. he does it, but every single pitch, he just that's a that's a golf move. Have you have you done that with your with your left left arm yet? Get the sleeve up. Let the oh, you don't invite <laughs> me to play golf. <laughs> I'm letting you listen. You talk about taking it game by game. I'm letting you get out of the games, and then then we're gonna hit the links. No problem. Well, then I'm gonna have camp, and you're not gonna be able to play when I can play at nine o'clock at night. Oh, no, that's the perfect. Oh, night summer night golf's perfect. Don't don't te- yeah, don't test me on that. Let's get the glow in the dark balls and flashlights. Flashlights that you're looking down. Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, I I will say this though, as as good as the stuff is in our league. Our league is really talented. There's a team here that's really good at it too, that's in our league. But I don't know if there's better than that as far as giving up a home run and the next pitch is let's go back right back at them, next task type deal. Um, so I will give our pitchers credit where it's deserved. There, that they don't give in. They trust their their offense. They trust their defense, and they're just going to keep putting it in there. And. You know, how big of a boost was that on Saturday to have that lightning delay and have Chad Dallas come right back out there and just shove it? It was good for all of us. I mean, even the coaching staff, man, I was wired. I was fired up. That was probably too much. You know, I was fretting a little bit. And me and Adam Lowe, our head man, saying that we don't fret. Um, and it was a good reset. You know, guys, some of our spread was still in there. And Liam was, like, pounding a plate of that. I'm like, you know, you got to play shortstop in 25 minutes. <laughs> you throw it. <laughs> just kind of relax. Yeah. It, they just, they all kind of just relaxed, you know. And Dang. There was a time for them to go in there and, and no one said anything. I was just like, guys, we're not playing like ourselves. Let's go out, out there and we're going to score this at this next half and we're going to get going. And Jordan Beck had a really good strike swing in, in the inning. And once we got that one, even though they score on an inning or an inning, innings later, we just felt like we were right there ready to do it, you know. Whereas at the beginning of the game, we felt like we have no chance, you know. Not, not that we don't have no chance, but we were so sped up. It felt like, man, we might never get to that level of loose focus that we're so good at. And then the lightning happened. Right. <laughs> What's that, too? What's that Sunday? Because Sunday and Saturday, you mentioned Saturday was just a grind to the end. Yeah. What's the – how hard is the mindset to stay in it? You get up big on Sunday. How hard is it to still be aggressive, keep that same focus of, of next pitch, next pitch? Because, I mean, at that point, it's hard not to be like, hey, we've, we've done it. We're here. I mean, I know we've got three innings left, but, I mean, this is a cushy lead. Is it easier to be aggressive on Sunday, or is it easier to be aggressive on a game like Saturday where it's like, we st- you know, we're, we're just a run ahead. We've got several pitches to finish out here. What – what are those mentalities like? Because I hope we see, I hope we see a couple of both, honestly, just for good baseball's sake. But also, uh, I don't mind seeing Tennessee win big. <laughs> this, yeah, this is going to be maybe a little off kilter of your question, but I've been thinking it the last couple minutes, so I'm just going to say it. And I've always promised to be honest with you too. So after you went yeah. Saturday night, the narrative the whole week was magical retirement run, not going to be able to beat a team five times, doesn't matter what the lineup's like or what the rosters are made up of. When our guys won on Saturday night, a fourth win, when I walked into the park Sunday, LSU had no shot. Didn't matter who they picked. Didn't matter how good they played. 
the atmosphere in our clubhouse, in our dugout, in our pre-routine uh, or our, our pre-game prep, um, guys going through their their infield, guys going through their you know batting. It, it just it seemed different. It was just it was like there's no chance. These these guys have no chance, and they didn't. I love it. So <laughs> no, they didn't. No, for the first I, I, I for think, the first at bat. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Dylan Cruz is such a freak that. I mean, I, Good God. I mean, it doesn't matter who was, it's, uh, dude, it didn't matter. DeGrom, he was getting hit off the ground that night. The guy's just, <laughs> he's just different. He's a different level, level of animal. But we knew that. Like, we do enough prep where we know that. Um, but the, the atmosphere was there was no chance. Where there might have been some tension Saturday night, and even guys like Gilbert and Russell had, had admitted it early, there was none Sunday. It was little. We're, this is done. We, we are ready to get, you're having camp Monday kid. It is done. So, um, and then I guess like to win sometimes, especially in the middle of the year, like we'd have big Saturday wins and then have a lull, especially early on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if we won or lost that Sunday. It just like kind of felt like that. I think playing another night game helped, or excuse me, I think playing not at noon helped. Um, but the guys break. just kind of, they won, deep breath, reset, it's over. And that's honestly got how it felt. Yeah, it was. I thought Jake Rucker was going to throw a uh, Maneri a retirement party just by himself. Um, Steady Eddie, dude. No one talks about that guy ever. He's in, like he, he's class, he's dude. so consistent. He's. I mean, he's in the three hole in the SEC since he was a freshman. He's Stood. a freak. Um, he's the best hand speed on our team. He might have an at bat where you think, God, this guy is horrible. He's swinging at balls that are hitting the green and the turf, and then it's behind <laughs> so. I mean, he's just steady Eddie, period. I've got his kind of bat stance that, that that when he gets out of the box and he does that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that gets he, me fired up. Man. His, he does his routine every time, and it takes all twenty seconds of that twenty second clock, and no one ever. Hit him and like, him and Liam Spence both have it. You're like, like I, yeah, know yeah. I know what they're doing. They two step strikes, out. <laughs> two strike split. He does. Yeah. Um, and then we have Pete Durkay's, um he adjusts yeah, his gloves yeah, every yeah. single time. <laughs> I love he it. sticks a while, too. I don't know if here. there's a um, playcock viol- violation, but uh, Pete's probably <laughs> pushing it. Wasn't Pete a freshman when you guys were in college? Like probably. probably. I, think, Pete, I, I think when my dad was in college, he went to UT in the 70s. I think he was. <laughs> he think was, he was he's Perry Ellis of Kansas. Yeah, he is. <laughs> hey, I know that because I went to K-State. Like yeah. 31 right now. <laughs> hey, but that was it. Talking about awesome moments that have happened in Lindsey Nelson. The uh, I think as a coach, I mean, as a player, you that's the kind of exit you want, right? You get to walk off knowing you're winning, you're moving on, standing ovation. What a moment, like, for a guy that's been there and just grinded his entire career. That was awesome. So cool. It's also really cool because he wanted to score it on the Pavlone double. So it was really <laughs> cool that he got that moment and he deserves it. He's got the most games played in Orange and, and Tennessee baseball history. And then we scored a run because Christian Scott couldn't really run and he came in. <laughs> it was literally the best of both worlds. So, and, and you know what? If that game was even within, if Russell didn't hit that homer, Pete would have stayed in because that game was not out of reach. And uh, right by 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 scoreboard standards, you know, um, so he would have stayed in just in case he needed another at bat. But you know, Russell giving us a big spark there in the seventh really helped. Yeah, he actually was a he was a freshman when I was a, when I was a senior in college. No way. <laughs> I love that. 
That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's pretty amazing. The uh, um, so I do too want to ask about because you you made me feel bad about asking good journalistic questions here. Um, so who has the two <laughs> two questions? Who's the who's you mentioned going back into the locker room? Everything's kind of just relaxed. Who's the guy that cracks the first joke? Who's the glue guy who who just keeps spirits high? Did I lose you? So Ru Russell will will crack the joke. Oh yeah, sorry, I got you now. <laughs> I got you now. <laughs> this is awkward. This almost, is awkward. I almost got that like back in It's probably in. me We're good. in this hotel. Um, <laughs> okay. no, Russell will be the first guy to try and tell a joke, but like everyone's like, "Oh, that's like the stick." Russell's the funny guy. Liam's the, Liam's the guy. Rus Russell, I mean, yeah. people are gonna get so they're gonna they're gonna listen to me and be so <laughs> mad about this. But like, Liam, Liam's like he's the guy, you know. I love it. Just, it helps to have the accent, right? <laughs> yeah, having yeah, that Australian accent's got to be the absolutely. <laughs> Um, and then I had one more. Who's the hey. who's the best celebration guy? Because I thought it I thought it was Vitello with the with the flip and the roll, whatever you want to call it. Nothing <laughs> nothing electric like that on Sunday. So who who's the guy that I need to be keeping eyes on on the the celebrations over the next two weeks? Well, <laughs> I mean the bat flip is obviously Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. he's a psycho. Um, <laughs> hey, don't don't. There's a little, there's a little tea party at the corner of the dugout with Portland Lawson, Kirby Canal, and Chad Dallas. Don't sleep on those guys. They got someone <laughs> down there. They've done it the whole year. They call it like the Nut House or something. They have like, one's <laughs> walnut, peanut, and chestnut or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, we're guys, printing the shirts. Or Gilbert, Gilbert can print the shirts. I'll let him do it. <laughs> Oh, Gilbert, I, I can't wait to see what he's wearing at our breakfast tomorrow because that guy. <laughs> so, but no, I, I think those guys you don't want to sleep on. They, they, have, they have some good celebrations. Kurt, Kirby's a big ass slap guy. He's always the first one after the home run. Yeah. He, he throws the hat on and he's in there. He's ready. Yeah, he's ready to party. He's in charge of the daddy hat. So I think he just kind of <laughs> embraces it. Yeah. When you, when you come on the field of big and rich, you kind of, you kind of have to be that guy. Yeah, he's got the mustache and the hair and the lefty arm. So, I, you yeah. know what? I think I think Kirby likes to play as long as possible for the per diem because he likes. To, he ain't afraid to get a steak now. He ain't afraid to go out there and get a steak. So, um, <laughs> I know that those dudes were juiced about that. I think one of the chants after they won it was more per diem, but I don't know <laughs> how much they're giving. Them. <laughs> that's the great that that i feel like that defines ncaa athletics right there <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean and i mean i don't want to get too coachy on that but what a great time to go to omaha when nil starts on july 1 you guys can build your brand up this week and then take advantage of it on july 1 as much as you can so absolutely that's uh i mean if i'm like uh, i don't know a mental institution maybe for gilbert but I think there should, be, there should be plenty of uh, plenty of commercials that could be could be filmed for some of the returners, the guys that'll come back next year. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know if an SEC campus has ever seen this many personalities because, like you said, it's normally the football. Lately, maybe some of the basketball guys. Now, now uh, Tennessee baseball is getting in on the on the action. There, you might see some faces on some billboards here. I mean, Pey- Peyton Manning was obviously a little jealous, right? He had to get in on it. He had to. He had to get in on it. No, you know what's crazy? Peyton told us when he threw out the first pitch against Arkansas that he'll see us in Omaha, and he meant it. And uh, that's the first time. You know, Vitello was like, man, that's the first time he's ever said something like that. So I think he kind of felt the vibes when he was there because our guys aren't like they don't get starstruck and they don't get they they really obviously respect Peyton. They're just like shooting the shit with them like they're homies. Like, <laughs> man, like on their, the Parmesan commercial, did you do that? Like a lot of times, like how many takes was that? Well, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> questions being asked and, and all sorts of stuff. I so can we get your best the, Omaha? One, the one, yeah, go, go, go. No, no, and I had to do it on the plane, <laughs> and, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but I had, I had to pay, pay the piper because I was making fun of Vitello's acting, and <laughs> I had to get it, which I wasn't good either. But hey, I say I was good. I just said he was bad. <laughs> What, what did you tell him? Did you tell him he was like a Hallmark Channel actor? Or, or what kind of shade did you throw at him? Like, a guy that can speak to anybody in any situation. It wasn't like an audience. It wasn't like you were on The Tonight Show. Like, you were, yeah. like, you were stuttering. Like, you were on... Like, you're on More Important Issues. Yeah, see, yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Hopefully, we get him back. We'll we'll see because I'm I'm excited for this trash talk. The uh, if we hopefully maybe get him back in a second. Um, I think what I appreciated though was the bad acting of the entire video. It felt very. Yeah. It felt like two dads just cutting it up. Right. Yeah. The the dad jokes and the cheesiness. That's what made it. Right. I mean, everything Peyton Manning does in a commercial is cheesy. True. Hundred percent. Everything. I hear, I hear him coming in and out. Hopefully we get him one more time, uh, get to tell him good luck as they uh, the Vols Sunday, Virginia, UVA. Yeah, UVA. Um, I know that they don't have the best record, and I listened to that 11.7 podcast um, with Ben Upton Thank and um, Dimitri, and they like to rank the teams, like one through eight. They have Virginia at eight. I don't know if that makes you feel good or bad. They do watch a lot of – like, they're not watching just SEC. Or, right. Like, they do watch a lot of baseball. I, I think part of it, too, is – I mean, they're, the record's not great. It's like 38 points off. Yeah. Like, it's Here not we, incredible. Before we get into it, we got Kiv back. All right, we're good. Oh, he might have left. He might have thought we just kicked him out. We had him. I saw him moving around on the screen, but I, I wasn't able to get him back in time. Uh, maybe we maybe we can get him back on the show real quick before I know he's got a team dinner. We always appreciate his time, and uh, I know those guys are in Omaha; they're having fun. Um, maybe we can get him back on to real quick to say goodbye and, and get his uh, get his thoughts on the final thoughts on the Tony Vitello commercial. I guess is what you call it. I don't I don't know. I don't know what that was. Skit. It was very SNL skitty. You know, I know it wasn't on SNL, but it felt like a maybe an SNL promo. So maybe that's why yeah. I got nervous. I mean, it maybe. felt like a, a nationwide commercial. 
Yeah, I thought he was auditioning for Lauren. So, um, but yeah, sorry. What were you saying about Virginia, real quick? I, I sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, they, I mean they're they're thirty eight and twenty five. They didn't win their conference. Um, you know, I, I think they could have lost to Dallas Baptist, but I, I think the road that Tennessee's, you know, to Omaha, you know, it, it's kind of nice to have like the number eight team that you're yeah. playing first off. You took well, and that too, and like I mean, regardless if you if you were looking at the two sides. I'd rather be on this side than the other. Yeah, 100%. So, and, Especially the way NC, NC State looked against Arkansas. But that's not just like – it wasn't just like <laughs> the draw. Like you took care of business to get there, and you're the you know you're the number three team and put yourself in a great position. Kiv, we got you back. I have to connect to the internet. There's so many people here now that it's just my, <laughs> my Wi-Fi on this volunteer plan is not good. <laughs> we got we to upgrade plan. that Wi-Fi package. I know. I'm hoping that in the negotiations that Tony's hoping they're helping out the volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can hope. There you go. I like that. Um, I, I don't know where we were at there at the at the end of it. I think you were making fun of Vitello. I was making fun of Vitello because he can't act. <laughs> I, all I said was to him that there's no reason to be nervous. The only person in the office during that commercial is Chad. <laughs> he, he could have had a little he was even sitting on his desk like <laughs> my like, dude that posture was off the charts but you look so well, that was good posture you're right you're right about that that uh now that's a dude that, it's it's been really cool to see again cutest guys on campus or whatever in the school it's uh you tweeted it too like how great the environment was inside the stadium outside the stadium it was just it, – it was a ton of fun. Um, I was at the watch party on Sunday. So, I, and I appreciate um, the six home runs, getting the fans outside the stadium involved, you know, play, yeah. playing to us. That was good. It, it um, cooled us down a little bit. It was kind of hot. I even – I was outside for the watch party before the game and watching the Virginia-Dallas Baptist game. And there was people beside me, and they dropped some ice out of their cooler that you're not supposed to have. Um, a guy literally got out of his seat picked up the ice off the ground and was rubbing it on his skin. Nice. It was the weird – I was like, like – Yeah, I was like, I probably should go back in the stadium now. <laughs> I'm kind of done with <laughs> like, that. Yeah, like, I can't be with the peons. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, it was nuts. And, and and I think – I wish we had recruits. I wish you could or whatever. Or I wish we did. The football took full advantage of it. That. They should, because <laughs> guess what? You know what? And I actually, guys, my biggest thing I was going to bring to you, I was going to say for the end, I met Coach Eckler. Yes, that's awesome. Chili's hot. We have exchanged numbers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he sends me gifts. There you go. Is he it the same? Is it the same gift over and over? Because he feels like a one gift guy. Or does he, he, he sends me a he sends me a gift that says I'm a gangster, <laughs> and I'm like sick. <laughs> and he's like, I need to take some hacks. And I'm like, we're in Omaha. I don't know. <laughs> you can go down there. It's not closed. He's the kind of guy that would just take like some softball bat and go out to a tree and just start hacking at it. But the energy is exactly what you see on Twitter and probably at practice and, you know, when he's recruiting. It's relentless. And uh, he's a K-State guy, so we shared some yeah. stories, and we know some mutual people. But um, I told him, I was like, hey, I went on this, this show and said, 
that my chili was hot and I got invited back. So thanks for that one. <laughs> Dude, like we it. need to hey. get a video. You, do you remember the Ezekiel Elliott, like the Dallas Cowboys, when he just eating that stuff? We need to get yeah. you and Eckler at a table eating chili. hot chili. Yeah. <laughs> you know what has good chili? And I'm not – no free ads because I'm still looking for an NIL deal. But. <laughs> oh, we are too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Drake's has good chili. Really? It Did does. you just get chili at Drake's? It was Sunday and the Browns lost, dude. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tried to make me sound like that was weird. That's not weird. I, I mean, I didn't know if you got it on something, but if you just got, I'm gonna go to Drake's and get some chili. That's that's kind of kind of sus. I don't I don't know. It's kind of weird. Not not Watson's has good chili too. I've they had, do. Have you had I've their had, mac, mac and cheese chili burger? Have you had that? Do they? No. I don't even know if it's still on the menu, dude. It's good. You can't I eat went, it with your hands. It's a fork and knife deal, but it's good. No way. It's I like went, it's that much chili and macaroni on it. It's so good though. Chili, and then I went not to like make you sound like you know the guy that's. Anyway, <laughs> I got a I got a kale uh, steak Caesar salad. They don't even have it anymore, but it was delicious. Kale. I don't think there's a, there, there's not like a bad spot to eat down there there just isn't even that like that japanese restaurant that i think like they're they, i don't even know what it's weird eat, it's weird it tastes good <laughs> i've had it hey, uh, a, a good breakfast place i don't know have you had ruby sunshine yeah i had brunch there it's delicious Dude, fantastic here's the problem is like i didn't take covid seriously with my body and now we're about to do official visits again and i'm just gonna get fatter <laughs> like so my, much my Calhouns. Nike, my Nike order for next year is gonna have to be two extra in front of me. Doubling up. Dang. Can you tell where do you take where do you take the official visits? Where's the spot in Knoxville? Man, we do we do a bunch of stuff. Like if we're on a big party, we'll do Brazieros and just let the boys just get red meat disease for like that's, yeah that's that's smart but but we do we like to do local joints for breakfast like we will do pete's just because like some guys love it um we, we do uh my goodness and it's they have the best cinnamon roll. hey How hey that's a that's a smart scrambled jakes oh yes scrambled jakes is good pete's though i'm pretty sure that's how i got my girlfriend locked into a deal because i took their they're all like our first time ever getting breakfast and she was like i got we got to come back so it's awesome. Quick lock, service. Lock her so in. if she yeah. doesn't, if she didn't like you, she could have got out of there quick. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other one I like uh, that we go to a lot as a team is Gourmet Market or what used to be yeah. Ollie's. Yeah, that's, that's a shining star for the Balls baseball team. So they get a they get a shout out. They deserve it. They they that's the whole postseason. Um, and then like I mean we we'll take advantage of like uh, like a Zoe snack and then go to like Ruth Chris. I mean. We kind of feel out what the guy – like, dude, Chivo is a hot spot for some of our guys. Um, <laughs> and, and then we, we kind of just – Vitello does such a good job, like, feeling out what the guy is like as a person. And right. then, like, I'm not saying we have high-maintenance guys, but, if, like, you need to, like, booze it up a little. Like, <laughs> make make sure it's, like, an expensive ticket. We'll go to, like, Ruth Chris but, or, like, a Lonesome Dove or something. But if, if this guy's like – a homie, and most of the guys we recruit are that they're like, man, I just want something Knoxville. Like, give me something yeah. Knoxville. We'll do dead end. We'll do sweet peas. We'll take them to Calhoun's for the scenery. We'll um, 
and the tradition there. I mean, shoot, the Vol Navy. Um, we'll do, obviously, I said Chivo. We'll, we'll mix in gourmet. We'll mix in scrambled jakes. It, it's fun. I love official visits just because you get to get to know the kids a little bit better. Um, and most of the time in baseball, they're committed. Um, mm. So we, we do a good job of bringing in an entire class at one time. And uh, it, it's fun. I'm glad that I'm glad the world's back to normal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be hard to recruit without really. I mean, for for the kids too to not really get on, you yeah, know, get onto the campuses and feel, yeah, unfair to the kids, and they they should be able to decommit. And look, I'm not telling our guys to decommit, but <laughs> right. they, they they should be able to. Like without people wearing them out on Twitter, they they made a decision because they felt pressure for a year when. And I'm not saying we did this or anyone else did, but for the most part, I know this for a fact. It's not a very subjective statement that coaches didn't have anything else to do besides talk on the phone and Zoom and FaceTime. <laughs> so what are they doing? They're always doing it and pressuring them and like, hey, hey, you know, I know you're not going to see it, but you're going to love it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why so, the portal's got 2,800 names. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, so I, I know we just like kind of gone on a different topic, but recruiting, how, how – so you obviously, you know, you go away to school at, at Kansas, pretty good little drive from home. How how important is the is the actual feel of the like city you're in, the the location yeah. of the school, not just the school itself. How how important is that to like to these guys coming in and, and when you're when you're seeking out your your home for you know three, four years, whatever it may be. Whenever I'm driving them back to the airport, I tell them, dude, the this is just two friends talking. I'm not telling anybody this. Could you see yourself living here after college? When you yep. sign your big check in the first round, could you see yourself moving back here and starting a family here? And if they say yes, I know we have a good chance. Um, the city is so important. The fan base is so important. And I'm not trying to pull my boss's boss and say text a buddy because you're allowed to be critical you're allowed to have passion and emotion and, and you're allowed to talk it out but talk it out in general or hammer me and vitello <laughs> and hypel and you know rick barnes yell at us the kids do not deserve that remember mm -hmm. they're kids right so if they don't play well you've had a bad day at work before i had a i've had a bad I've had a bad podcast with you before. I've ran bad camps and you, no one, no one yells at me, right? Yell at us, not the kids. And right. I think our fan base has done a really good job ever since the chaos that ensued early this year to now of, Hey, this is just the basketball team. They didn't underachieve. They just ran out of gas and had some injuries. Everyone accepted that and was very understanding of that. For the most part, at least what I saw, I'm sure there were some attacks, but they love that team. Our team, as much as I want to win a national championship, and that is the plan when we come down here is to win, if we fall short, I don't have any doubt in my mind that Vol fans will be proud. They're not going to attack us or our players. You know what right. I mean? When the football team wins 9, 10, 11 games – I'm, I'm a realist, and look, I hope they win every game, but let's just be honest. If they win 10 games, don't don't fret about the two. We need to be happy with the momentum. Dude, I'll be happy with six at this point. Hey, hey <laughs> dude, they, they, hey, what if, here's what I ask. If we win eight, if we win eight games next year, and I had this conversation with Zerker, we, we should – that's when you extend a guy. Oh, that's yeah. when you say, let's keep going with this guy. 
keep this keep this band together because look at the most successful teams on campus and i'm not being a, the d word about this i'm just being honest <laughs> we've had no staff attrition in four years yeah. the weeklies have had one staff attrition in the last 15 years or 14 years rick barnes yeah. has attrition because they go to head coaches not because they're leaving to go somewhere else or getting fired right so his his staff in my eyes have been together for five years as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah we have to keep a good group together so that these kids can feel comfortable with their workplace because at the end of the day no matter and obviously social media is way bigger in football and basketball but if they don't feel comfortable at their workplace they're not going to succeed period you just don't and that's what tony Vitello does every day is to make sure we have the best workplace environment in the entire country every single day I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got Man. me fired up, son. All right, yeah. I mean, not just for this week either. <laughs> All right. Wish me luck because I need to go eat this steak. Q literally has texted me 15 times and is like, yo, I don't care about your podcast. <laughs> he told me that 15 times. So, and he's having right, dinner. So, I appreciate you guys. I really appreciate you letting me come back on. It's been such a fun year. If we win a natty, I'm jumping back on, but I'm having coaches pops with you guys. We'll pop uh, some champagne. Absolutely. If not, maybe I'll jump on in the summer and you can pump my camp. <laughs> hey, let's, let's anytime. Any let's it, make it easier. Yeah. Let's hey, just, any yeah. anytime you're here. All right. Just you you uh, holler at us. We'll get you on. Yeah. All right. You owe me a round of golf too. See you, boys. I appreciate. Hey, it. I owe you a few. You're See out. you, man. Good luck. Go balls. Go balls. I love it. That was Vol's right. assistant coach, Ross Kivett. Yeah, good show. That was fun. Um, seriously, I, I I don't have anything else to say about Omaha. The uh, I, I'm actually glad he mentioned the staff because I did kind of mean to ask about that. Like, the staff's been together the entire time, and, and it truly seems like everyone loves Tennessee. Like, what's that kind of feeling like? And, I mean, he just – he described it better than, you know. I don't know if he's uh, – if you're reading between the lines, uh, to me that's saying the staff ain't going nowhere. Yeah, and what's funny is like I don't think like I don't think he came on to do that. Like I think that was just him yeah, talking I mean, about yeah, Tennessee. That, like I don't think that had anything. I don't even think that is in that staff's mind from what I just gathered. So that was right. uh yeah, and they're they're not rehearsed. They come on and they're just genuine people. Yeah, um, and that's you know that that's why we like to get these guys. I mean, they've been great to us over the past yeah. couple of years. I mean, we we joked about Pete Durke being, but we've literally like. <laughs> These guys were freshmen when we started yeah. really covering this team. So uh, it's crazy to see the success that they've had over the past couple of years and, and see 100%. it kind of, I guess, come to – it's not at an end yet, but, like, you know, this is it. This is what yeah. you work for four years to get to. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, he said it. Uh, yeah, you want to win it all. It's why you're in Omaha, but um, – they know like what what they've done this season. Like it's something to be proud of, dude. This is uh, I said it before the show. Kind of everything after this is kind of just gravy. You want that ring? You want to wear the hats that you know you get after the um, you know after you you get that final out. But at the you know at the end of the day, like you you've won fifty games. Like you, I mean, this has been the best. This has been the best season in Tennessee baseball history. I don't think that's all. I don't. I guess you could argue like there's some, you know, some that are close to it. But I mean, when you look at the amount of wins, you can't tell me college baseball isn't at its peak right now. Hopefully, you know, it's it isn't downhill from here, but it's it's definitely the best 
across the board it's been. And Tennessee's done this and done it with a, you know, what you would say, a new staff, a new head coach that are, you know, they're just four years into it. Um, it's it's been incredible to watch and and their mindsets. I, I don't I don't see it going away anytime soon. It was interesting to kind of get their their feel on, um, you know, not too much, but a little bit into the official visits, because I've kind of wondered how this this staff kind of selects its guys, because it seems like everyone kind of has similar personalities. You know, they don't all look the same or act the same, but they all kind of have that same dude about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's kind of interesting to see how that how that filling out process goes. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for Virginia on Sunday. There's no doubt about it. I'll be at full mast until uh, probably 6 p.m. till I get on the show on Sunday night to celebrate a victory. Uh, five wins away. Five wins away from getting it all, right? Five wins, yeah. Just five wins left. Um, I, I like I like the way it's laid out for, for Tennessee. Um, not, not that it's going to be easy. Nothing's easy from here on out. It, it's all a grind, but it, uh, it definitely you, – you did what you needed to do and put yourself in the best situation. Yeah, I mean, you're in that, a great situation. yeah, that's that's about all you can do. Like you, you're here to come here and win. Um, but like your your goal was to make it to Omaha, and then you know the rest kind of works itself out. Um, just kind of like the Final Four, and you know you were talking about the um, official visits, and you know I, I think you know he, he mentioned Rick Barnes and how they like that staff. I, I think they kind of take after that staff when it comes to recruiting guys that fit number one right um and, and that's rick barnes you know i'm i think they play pickup they play like five on five when official visitors come in and, and stuff like that and then you know he i'm sure he gets rick barnes gets a ton of feedback from the players and just be like hey you know he doesn't fit here or you know this, this guy's a good fit Let, let's go get him um I, i'm sure it's a lot like that over mm-hmm. at this you know I, i'd love to talk more about recruiting and, and baseball because it's not a thing that's covered a lot but right. uh, I, I mean and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird it's hard to recruit in baseball because a lot of the guys you're going after you know may never step foot on a college <laughs> baseball field like that's just the way you know the guys you really want um so it's definitely kind of a world that's a little a little unknown honestly yeah and guys are committing when they're <laughs> freshmen in high school and, right. and stuff like tennessee has a commit at, at farragut who was a freshman last year like it, it's just and there's not a lot of decommits and stuff like that in baseball. Usually when it's done, it's done. And, you know, I, I did read something on, uh, right after the Arkansas and Tennessee thing that, you know, maybe it was about recruiting and recruiting a, a Tennessee commit um, after he'd already committed. I don't know if that's one of those unwritten rules. But you, usually, like, when a kid commits in baseball, usually they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to talk it more, I'm sure. You know, Kid mentioned coming on the show, so I'm sure we'll uh, get plenty of opportunities, maybe even in the fall and summer months to – Dude, I'll pop a champagne bottle on here. I, I, I meant to t- – did you see where uh, apparently Omaha may run out of beer? They, they don't have enough beer, apparently, they think. So I meant to tell Kid they need to load up before next Sunday or Monday, hey, whatever if, the game if would they be. Tell, uh, if they tell me, hey, we'll pay for your ticket and pay for your gas, I'll bring a truck of beer down there. Uh, Landon, that's a felony, bud. You can't be transporting alcohol beyond state lines. What are you doing? Is that real? I don't think it's a felony. I made that up, but I think it okay. is illegal. <laughs> it's just beer. <laughs> I, I think it is illegal. I don't what about think it's white, What about seltzers only? That's not a, that's not yeah, a felony. Sel- There's seltzer, no that's a felony. Seltzers, you're good. Um, <laughs> you're definitely good. That's Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I will, uh, I'll be in Omaha, and like you said, the first – First thing they say they need. Or did anybody forget their lucky cleats or gloves? Because <laughs> right. I'll be happy to, to fly out there with it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I did. <coughs> did, we make a, 
If we make the championship series, I'm going. Are you? Yeah. You decided it? Yeah. I'm jealous of you. Maybe I'll hop on a flight with you. Um, That – I need, be, I, need, I need to be there. But. Sorry, Chad. I might have to cancel your bachelor party, but I'm going to Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, first off, great show live from Omaha. We're back in Knoxville and Johnson City. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we uh, that was a great episode. We're back. Live. We're, yeah. we're very, very quick. Um, real quick, let's touch on some football stuff. Uh, I, I'll give – Kiv, this is no hate at all. We just don't have a lot of time left. Uh, you can have all of our time. If you didn't have to go to dinner, the whole show would have been that. So I'm not yeah. complaining. The uh, But Neyland, it's at 100% capacity. That's kind of expected news, but also good to get. I will be back in Neyland. More important issues, tailgate is a go. Dude, we're, we're planning it out. Was it yet? It was yesterday. I was yeah, like, I meant to call you last man. night. I'm sorry. but no, You're good. But yeah, we um, talked about it a little bit. It's uh, <coughs> sorry I keep coughing, dude. I don't know what is happening to my throat. I literally think it's from yelling on Sunday. <laughs> like that's the only thing I can think of. Because who gets freaking allergy, like a sinus infection? People in East Tennessee. <laughs> well, I mean, who gets one in, in the people dead in, heat of summer? People in East Tennessee. <laughs> I guess so. I guess it's very just, East Tennessee of you. It just caught me. I don't know. Um. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's no surprise that we're at full capacity. Right. I mean, baseball just wins. So again, read between the lines. But uh, yeah, that, that's cool. I, I do. We think it gets to full capacity this season. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think you will for the big games at least. Right. I, I don't know about for them all. But do you yeah, think I mean, the first I, game is a sellout? Who is it? I don't Bowling, know. Bowling Green. Sorry. No. No. I could. I was like, surely it's not Pitt. Pitt's early. Pitt could, if you're two and zero going into Pitt, is that what you'd be? Yes. I think there's a possibility. Yeah. If you no, play Pitt, good, Pitt is your second. Pitt second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe not then. Um, but Pitt. I mean, Pitt. I think has a possibility just because it's an opponent you don't always play. Uh, season ticket holders are that weren't there last year are going to want to get in. Um, I think it's possible. You know, your big games and Pitt included in that. Yeah, I, I think you'll. I think it you'll does, see it. It does suck. It's at noon. The pick that does that. that does suck. Um, I think you'll see at least two or three games at a hundred thousand though. So, yeah, that'd be cool. I um, I do know that Danny White said that he'll have some new stuff planned out for the fans and stuff. Um, I, I really think after this weekend, at least for the big games, I think you got to have a watch party outside the stadium. So many people come to the the games just to tailgate, or like you know, come before the games just to tailgate, um, and, and just to experience like the vol walk and stuff. I. I think if you did something like that at like Circle Park where you already have a kind of thing set up or, you know, something like that, you, you keep five, maybe 10,000 people there mm-hmm. um, and you kind of keep that environment special. And you you can't do it for every game. Bowling Green, that, that uh, that's not the case. But, you know, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, um, uh, I mean, you know, if the weather's good, Kentucky, uh, you, you could easily have a very similar environment that you did outside Lindsey Nelson. So who's who's it? Home. At home, it is Georgia and South Carolina <laughs> this year, I guess, are your big ones. Gotcha. Yeah, so Georgia, I mean, that, that one's going to be in November, so that one's probably going to be pretty packed. Um, yeah. South Carolina will probably be packed. But, dude, those – damn, those two teams are terrible. South <laughs> Carolina? Georgia, yeah. South Carolina and Tennessee. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does look like a win on the schedule, though. It might get some more seats in the stand, butts in the stands. You so. know what? What pissed me off, and this is kind of going back to baseball a little bit, but I, I did have this pulled up that Tony Vitello won't get a bonus unless he wins a national championship. Yeah, which because he took a pay cut. And I was about to say, I'm not blaming it on fired, Tony. Not, <laughs> no, it's not. You know, he he did it for. The school. But, well, Jeremy but, Jeremy Pruitt did take one. It was the assistant coaches that didn't. It was uh, Cheney. It was I don't remember all of them, but I think I Pruitt. Think, I think he gave up his bonus, but not his salary. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, yeah, all, all those other coaches. What besides T. Martin and um, Jay Graham were the only two that. Yeah, gave it up. Yeah, that's so stupid. Very stupid. I hope, you know, someone mentioned it. Maybe when this restructure happens, maybe there's some back pay coming Vitello's way. There certainly should be. Um, you made plenty hey, of money yeah, just, these last two just weekends. Negotiate that in your contract. Yeah. Hey, I should have got that. Give me that money that you gave the fired assistant coaches. Um, exactly. I mean, he, karma is a big old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, you know, that came out in the middle of the season. I said, this feels like the beginning of the end for this staff. Yeah. Um, didn't think it would happen when it happened. I thought it would happen much <laughs> earlier if it happened. I'm not agreeing with the way it happened, but um, dude, I was thinking about that today. Philip Fulmer at that presser where they got fired for recruiting violations said, well, recruiting's certainly been good. <laughs> I mean, what the crap? And then he hired Kevin Steele. <laughs> and then he hired Kevin Steele. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. Let's uh, let's stay with the bad news for football, I, which is funny. I think baseball's taken so many minds off of it. I didn't even see you when you sent that. I had to go look up what you meant. I didn't even see that Wadman had it been reported that he left. Yeah, um, which I know it kind of flew under the radar. Uh, he has apparently been gone since like spring ball, um, and it was kind of confirmed this week. But yeah, Malachi Wadman is no longer with the program. If you're like me and just missed it. Yeah, I know somebody from fan side had tweeted, like, this is a big hit to Tennessee's passing game. How? <laughs> I mean, uh, what sure, do you have, like, two catches last yeah, year? Sure, if you're going off projections, you could call it that. But, yeah, he you can't look back and say that. Uh, yeah, the, the kid's a freak athlete. But, I mean, you should have been able to get on the field more last year. Not, and, you know, you can blame that on Jeremy Pruitt or, or Jim Chaney or whoever. But – you know, a, a guy that athletic should have found the field. So that makes me think it's maybe not football-wise. It's probably between the ears is, is what I'm kind of gathering. Right, right. And um, I haven't I mean, really read anything on it because, yeah, I'm kind of like you. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, mean, certainly, I certainly don't care right now. Um, it, obviously, you don't want to see a guy leave the program, <laughs> especially this late when it feels like he didn't have to. Um, I, th- I think he is a hit. You mentioned him being a freak athlete. He had a ton of potential. But I think it certainly, you know, takes away some depth, but that's probably Tennessee's deepest position though, too. If you want to look at it that way, a wide receiver, but it, uh, yeah, it's, it's not great, but baseball certainly took my mind off of it. I missed it. So, yeah. And what, from what we heard about the spring, I mean, we didn't really hear anything about. Well, I think he was only there for like a week. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. From the read, the article I read, I think okay. it was two, four, seven. Yeah. I mean, I haven't read anything about it cause I just could care less about bad news right now. Cause I'm so fired up for baseball. Right. Um, but yeah, like we didn't hear really anything about him. And, you know, if I, I don't think he was going to start, no, you know, no. could he got some rest, but maybe, but, it, you know, you got Bayless Jones, Jalen Hyatt, um, you know, 
Cedric Tillman's had a good spring. Jimmy Calloway, Ramel Keaton's had some experience. I, I think you got plenty of capable bodies. Um, Jimmy Holiday's another one. Walker Merrill apparently had a really good spring. Anderson Kobe. Um, so I think there's plenty, plenty of options there. And I, you know, I hate that he's leaving because yeah, he was such a freak athlete. I did see somebody ask Austin Austin Price. Um, what is his status with the basketball team? <laughs> oh man, still there. Still yeah, there. yeah, he's, he's showing up for sure. I mean, is if he, you can't, make, wait, if so you can't make it with the football program, there's no way in hell you're making it with the basketball program. So is he the uh, JJ Peterson of the basketball program? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh man. All right. Probably. Well, any, anything else for football or uh, you know, Wadman leave anything like that? No, I'm just I'm excited for uh, for tailgating. I'm ready to get I'm very, back. Guys. Very excited I mean, for tailgating. It's been what close? It'll be two years. It'll be two years since uh, <laughs> I think the last tailgate would have been. I and we didn't even tailgate, but the last tailgate I've been to, if you don't include what we did last year, which I, that was more of a watch party. Um, Last time I've been to was Vanderbilt in 2019. So the Juwan so, Jennings stomping on the last time I've been to Neyland. What was what was the last time we threw a big tailgate? I'd have to go back and look at the the I games. We didn't do that game because it was piss poor and rain. So we went to Cool Beans and then we ended up going to someone's tailgate. Mm-hmm. Um, in the piss pouring rain, it did piss poor rain. We were good weathermen um, that day, but. I don't remember. I, I can go back. Was it and South Carolina? That just seems no. so long ago. South Carolina was a noon game. So, I mean, we tailgated, but it wasn't a big tailgate. The yeah. last tailgate we did, I'm almost there. Um, uh, oh, wait, maybe South Carolina. I'm thinking of Mississippi State. It was South Carolina. You're right. It was South Carolina? Okay. Yeah, October 26th. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Almost got in a fight that game. Speaking of fights, <laughs> with a Tennessee fan? No, South Carolina fan that game. Was South it in Carolina in fan. the stadium? Yeah, in the stadium, he was hammered, and uh, it would have been an easy win. I'll tell you that. If I like, if I wanted just you know, if I if it was a week I was down and wanted to eat, like he almost fell over on his own. Mm. So. You should have just helped him out. Yeah, should have. I should have taken the easy dub. Should have taken the easy dub. Um, I had high ground too. That's why I was like, "Why are you talking trash to me? You're a row below me." It's yeah. not smart. Tennessee in one. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. And Tennessee did take care of business that game. I don't they know did. if you guys remember because yeah. few and few and far between, but they did take care of business. Yeah, it was so long ago before we actually took care of business. It was very long, dude. Um, speaking of what's trending, Suns in four, dude. That video, I know we talked about it on Sunday. That was that's a fantastic video. <laughs> yeah, dude, does that dude get thrown out? I don't know what. Like, he did he did get escorted out? But I think since that, like so many people vouched for him, he didn't get like like those other dudes probably got like banned from the the arena for for life or whatever. Apparently, he didn't. Um, so good for him. Yeah, it's a lot of dubs, and he's like Devin Booker reached out to him. Yeah, there you go. So he he's he's winning. Devin For Booker sure. needs another bodyguard, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that dude's of, definitely a hockey player, right? Uh, he's seen the interview I heard with him. He just seems like a guy that was he just right place, right time. I don't think he's a fighter. I think he was just 
Really? I mean, you know, you, you know how I talked to me. You know how I talked about easy dubs. I think he just he was right place, right time. He got an I easy mean, dub. Yeah, he had cut like two easy dubs. The other guy like wanted no part of it. Oh yeah, you didn't have to touch the other guy, and you won. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Speaking of fights, uh, so at, uh, this is what's trending. I don't know if you saw this. You, you may not even know what this is. So there was a um, a Monday qualifier for a, a, the Corn Ferry Tour, I think. I don't remember. One of the smaller tours, not the PGA Tour. Corn Ferry? And, yeah, that's the name of the, one of the lower tours for the PGA. Um, there was a fight on the course. Two guys had to withdraw from the tournament. One guy was arrested. I, don't, I haven't seen the video. I haven't seen the news article yet. I haven't read it. But – I don't know what's got to happen at an, like a professional golf event for you to get in a fist fight. So, yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not a fighter, man. Uh, I'm not either. Which I feel like you guys are calling bullcrap with what the last stories you've heard on this podcast. But I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not a fighter, and like that, you have to do some something to somebody else for me to like get heated. Like if you do it to me, I don't really, I mean, if, if you hit me, obviously I'm going to hit back, but like just talking smack to me, that doesn't really bother me. But like, if you yeah, said something to my wife, I will kill you. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. I will kill you. Liam Neeson style. Um, I had some what's trending, I think. I can keep rolling. No worries. Speaking yeah, of golf, U.S. Open this week. If you guys want a winner, John Rahm looking for uh, revenge maybe. He got – he had to withdraw from uh, the Memorial. Was it the Memorial? Yeah, uh, because he tested positive for COVID. He is good for the Open, and I think he's coming <laughs> back with a vengeance. I'm going – he's my winner. John Rahm. John Rahm. Um. <clears throat> Who's a DeChambeau or Dustin Johnson? Who's winning out of those two? Who's higher? Who who finishes higher? Yeah. DeChambeau just won a U.S. Open. Um, God, Dustin Johnson played good last week. No, yeah, he did. Top for tenth. Yeah, he ended up costing me money. I had him for some reason. I don't know. He was tied for tenth. Wouldn't you consider that finishing top ten? Yeah. Well, like split the money. So I don't understand it. Um, I don't know. Like. I think I would take Dustin Johnson just because DeShambo is going to probably be in some tough spots. Like the rough at, at uh, Torrey Ponds is terrible. And I mean, DeShambo is going to take chances with the long club. So I got to imagine he's going to be in some trouble this week. So I, I would take Dustin Johnson over DeShambo. But if you're talking okay. about the two guys that are like into it right now with each other, Brooks and DeShambo, is that who you meant? No, because I think there's a, a – Oh, is there a boost? Yeah, a boost okay. of which one finishes higher. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But I think DeShambo finishes in front of Brooks Kepka. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we called it. Mike Bianco has been on campus at LSU and interviewed for the job. Wait, so was that real? I know oh. it got tweeted, but like was it like like was it from a legit person? It's like source. That's what I mean. Damn it, Caleb. I don't know. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, you know, these people just tweeting out. Like, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, it's Tim Fletcher. I mean, that, that could be LSU's version of Jimmy Homs. It could. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, I do need to probably – the Tim Fletcher show is what tweeted it. Okay, I mean, maybe it's legit. I don't know. It wasn't T-Bob though, right? 3,000? 3, I don't know anything about followers? it. I, I, listen, how many I have, and I don't believe anything <laughs> that I say. So, yeah, maybe I'll buy, not. I'll, I'll buy into it with you, though. That's fine with me. We called it, though. I like it. Let, let's see. Man, that makes me so – I don't know why I didn't check. I usually do, but um, – No, it's you're fine. I'm sorry for calling you out. I feel bad now. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> I've got more college baseball, though, on my watch trending. 11.7 approved. They were originally denied media passes at Omaha. NCAA, what about that? Walking back and reversing their decision. And they'll be there. They'll be in Omaha. Wait, who? 11.7. They got denied. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And I just I love that they they should be there approved they should be one of the I mean they're the only people besides like D one baseball covering nationally consistently yeah I listened to their podcast talking about the super regionals and uh, Ben Upton I haven't listened this week yet said, no spoilers uh, oh sorry <laughs> I'm just kidding I mean, it's, <laughs> it's about games <laughs> um he, he he did say like that's a baseball school and Tennessee fans deserve it. They've really um, answered the call to, to show up for this, this program. And uh, yeah, he just kind of mentioned that, that, you know, Tennessee is a baseball school. And I'm like, we are, and I'm okay with that. Who, who was it that tweeted it? I think it was uh, Mark Pankratz. He's like, Tennessee is not a football school or a basketball school or a baseball school. They're just passionate. Just, you know, I can't remember what he said. I need to find yeah. it. But he was like, they're just crazy. Like, you win and they will yearn, show up. We yearn for wins. Yes. If you, if you are winning, they will show up. No questions asked. Any time of the day. Here, I'll read exactly what he says. We'll, get, we'll give some credit to him. It, it was not as far down on my timeline as I thought it was. Um, now I've lost it. Let's see. The University of Tennessee isn't a football school. It isn't a basketball school. It isn't a baseball school, et cetera. It's a school supported by the most passionate and proud fan base in the country. It doesn't matter the sport when and the fan support is unmatched. Go balls. Go balls. Couldn't have said it better myself, Mark. I tried and failed. So it's just true. It, it, it's 100% true. Um, I've got two more. USA okay. soccer jerseys, new soccer, new kits, sorry, kits. And they look phenomenal. I'm a big fan. They look beautiful. Um, I, no, I wonder if the I don't know if they're just men's or women's. I wonder if the women wore them tonight though. They played now Nigeria. I don't know. I don't know if they wore them tonight though. But they're beautiful. They just released them today. Gorgeous. Uh, my next one is uh, the National College Baseball Writers Association. That is a mouthful. Um, Release their uh, All American teams, and Chad Dallas is a third team All American. Much better deserved. than none. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you're an All American, but uh, you can't make All SEC. Um, that's, that not a a, shot at, that's not a shot at Chad Dallas. That's a shot at the SEC. Right. I feel like that's a slap in the face to the voters of that. So yeah, I know. You know, Kiv said Marceau is a is a stud, and you know he might be, but he ended up seven and seven. Um, on the year, and Chad Dallas was eleven and one as a Friday night starter. So, and, and I would I would guess that Chad probably has more strikeouts because, like Kiv mentioned, and you know, <coughs> Tennessee attacks attacks us up. Yeah, um, the, so chances chances are he has more. <laughs> yeah, chances are he might have more. I don't know what the stats say, but okay. Uh, my last one, 
I haven't. I, this is me coming at it kind of blonde. Maybe you've read it. LeBron, does the ring count? Does his latest championship count? Because now he's saying they shouldn't have played. Dude, he said it. He was, he was about it. It's pissing me off. It's so annoying. <laughs> I haven't read the whole thing, but if he's going do, on about just, just be quiet. Well, he was going on. A, I assume it was in relation. Is Chris, Chris Paul is the only one that's like injured right now, right? Like at least recent injury. Yeah, I know. So I think Major League Baseball is insane with injuries. Right? Like, like it was like when every good player in fantasy got hurt like two yeah. years ago. You remember that? Um, that's kind of how it's like in in baseball right now. Yeah, so he just went on a big, big tirade. Um, so I, I do think. And I think the Nets should absolutely win a NBA championship because they did not have to go through the bubble. Right. I think that, like, that's – and I don't know exactly who else, but I know the Nets didn't. But, like, if you didn't have to go through the bubble, like, you should you should have an, an up. If you got a good team, obviously. But, um, I mean, with, with their super team and not having to go through the bubble, you know, getting that extra time off, I, I just think that – I mean, I'll say this about LeBron. I'm not making excuses for him because I, I think he's been annoying, really annoying. But to be 34 years old and get two months off and have to play another full season, that's tough. Okay, let's not call it a full season, what he plays. Oh, right. I mean, <laughs> right. Like, he didn't play. Like, he was injured. Um, and Well, he's not even just always – yeah, he, he battles some injuries because he's 34. But a lot right. of this is just load management. Yeah. That's another oh, yeah, thing, too. Yeah. He's when been he's, doing, when he's, he's been in, doing, he plays 38 minutes. He's been doing load management his entire career. And, and so, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just – I don't know. It's just ex- – I'm, 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 I'm not saying it it's can't not improve. Fun. I'm not saying it can't improve, but, like, you've been – LeBron's been playing the game how he's wanted to his entire career, like playing the season. So, right. it's like, I don't know. It's just – and I feel like that's the – if you can do that, great. If you can win games and do that, great. If you can't, then you then you, it's because you're going to have to be better than the best. And and could you injure yourself doing that? Sure, but that, isn't that just kind of part of the game? Yeah, and, and I'm not just to, talking about the, the Lakers. I mean, the, the Heat made it to the finals. They got blown yeah. out in four games. Um, the Raptors didn't. I think they got beat. The Celtics got whooped, and they got a really good team. I just think that those teams that were in the bubble um, just really struggled throughout the season, and then when they got to playoffs, they were just gassed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about yeah. That's a but, whatever. But, oh, my point is, LeBron's ring doesn't count. That's my point. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> That's fine. And the one team that you kind of wanted to see win it, then Chris Paul gets hurt. Yeah. Like, after the Suns and four thing, I'm like, dude, I hope they win it now. Suns and four. Is the Jazz is the uh, Jazz Clippers game, is that tonight? When is that? Yes. And then the Hawks play the 76ers. Yeah, if I wasn't so exhausted, I'm not watching NBA tonight, but now nah, way too tired. I'll be getting off here to go to bed. And y'all are going, okay, but it's 920. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm excited. I got a full belly. Raven made steaks. She had to go get her last COVID shot. Um, so she got home and made steaks. I literally ate that last bite at 7.55, and I was like, all right, I got to go. Oh, what a stud. Shoving it. So, yeah, I'm just sitting on a full belly just trying to, like, hold my eyes open. 
Love it. We're getting Love old, it. man. I know. We're getting we're getting Pete Dark. Well, I stayed up until freaking <laughs> five a.m. this last Saturday, so just celebrating a Tennessee victory. I just know, me. I, no one I went. No one with me. So much. <laughs> I went to the beach, and then I went to Nashville. Like I'm gassed. Yeah, like I'm so week. excited. Every this weekend. wedding is in Knoxville because. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gone a lot too. Uh, I, I do. Next weekend, I'll be in Johnson City, and I'm not getting off my couch. Like I'm, I might go play some golf, but in Johnson City. Like I'm not going to Cerebral. I'm not going to Knoxville. Uh, I mean, if kid wants to fly me up to Omaha, I'll buy him around of drinks and golf. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, I mean, I would have snuck on the bottom of that charter bus. <laughs> fly me in. Uh, fly me in the. Uh, God, yeah, just act like word. I'm like a luggage. Bag. Yeah, I'm yeah. luggage. <laughs> yeah, we, we should have talked to Chad a little bit more on that. He maybe could have pulled a few strings. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be there next year with the team. No worries. For sure. No worries. Yeah, this um, is just a common thing. Like, we'll just yeah. be there. So you can't go – we, we can't go over here, but Tennessee can. Right. Um, okay, stupidity is an epidemic. What you got? I think I got one. Um, it is – Southern Slams Baseball. I don't know what kind of name that is. <laughs> but they comment on the, the Tennessee baseball, the Omaha video with Peyton and, and Vitello, and said, I knew it was going to involve Peyton Manning before even watching because Tennessee sure does enjoy clinging to that man like the Braves cling to their 90s legends. What does that even mean? Well, I tweeted back at him. I was like, did you figure that out all by yourself? Like the whole, like the joke since Peyton threw out the first pitch has been Omaha. Like it's been a correlation. I was right. like, whoa, buddy, did <laughs> you, you were able to put those two together? How? All by yourself? <laughs> I love what Dude. the baseball team just obliterated. Oh, they them. went at them. They went at them. <laughs> they said, I see the wannabe Barstool account is still fishing for those likes. Keep up the good work, fellas. Also, like, since Tennessee fans, what, what what's their name on Twitter? Uh, Southern Slams Baseball. Since that, if you go look at it, they're like all about Tennessee. The last like couple tweets, they've been like, "I'm just so confused. Like, what? What is it?" I, I think they're, tr- I think they're trying to cover SEC baseball, but I, I don't know. It also so, like, in their bio it says for no, each one, no clue. But in their bio it says Hawks and Hawks and six. So it's a guy who runs it and runs I it guess. as his own personal. I, page I guess I have no Which, idea, but I, he's in Bristol tonight, I guess, and he's been trying to like really, really make you know. I'm so glad when we created this that we didn't do that because just talk random shit. Yeah, just like like if I oh the Yankees won tonight on more important issues, like who the hell would listen to that? Yeah, I mean, no one is the point. <laughs> yeah, we would not have any followers. So yeah, so they apparently they're yeah, at Bristol we're Motor to help Speedway. You out. Yeah, apparently they're at Bristol Motor Speedway, and like they've just been tweeting like. Oh, they tweeted, Tennessee football needs to play an annual game at Bristol Motor Speedway under the lights. That's my biggest Tennessee take for today. It's like, dude, no. shut the hell up. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> and no one wants to do that. No, everyone was like, that's the worst idea ever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stupidity, that's another one. That That is Just a bad, bad take. That's a really Yeah, were you there? That's absolutely no. Yeah, no. I mean, like, it was cool, but, like, never again. Right. Never again. It'd be It'd be easier for you now. <laughs> It would be. I would no. Like I would. I would throw a nasty tailgate. No problem. 
Everyone's invited. Everyone. That's all I got I, for stupidity. I, I thought I had one. I mean, I could always go. Someone on Saturday night, I get the full tweet because I was probably, you know, a couple cups in. This is at 2 a.m. was a screenshot. Um, but just a great back and forth with Wes Rucker. Um, I, I don't know what it was in regards to. Wes had God, a did, did he say frame he jersey. I think it was a frame jersey. I don't know whose it was and said something like, I would rather – I thought he would send me like – I don't know, like dog shit, but it's this. And someone was like, I don't I'll have to go find the tweet now. But someone was like, yeah, I would rather have the dog shit than that from you. <laughs> and he just, he tried to respond and it was terrible. It was just so I bad. thought he, you were going to say he took credit for Jake Rucker's two home runs oh, against. I'm sure that tweet's there. So <laughs> I, I don't I feel so bad it. for Jake. <laughs> I mean, he's probably like, damn it. Why do I have to have the same last name as that dude? <laughs> Uh, I love that. Um, yeah, I love that we're on the same page about this guy with with someone else that we're, you know, God dang it! I, I don't know where it's at. I, it looks like he's deleted it, honestly. So, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, good for him. That was a smart move. Very very smart move. Guys, I do have a confirmation <gasps> for a tailgate. Oh, sorry. You no, go ahead. Yeah, breaking news. Go. Shotsky. Shotsky, yes. I'm too old, but Shotsky. I'll watch 12, you guys do it. A 12 footer. 12. I'll be I'll be the proud dad smiling in the back while everybody takes their Shotsky, but I'm too old for shots. Too old. Caleb. No, I'm shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be doing Shotsky at 10 a.m. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um what I was going to say, I meant to talk because Kiv didn't like my idea of the band, I don't think, last time we had him on. I told him I was an idea guy. Did you see this week where a minor league team, instead of playing like walk-up music over the loudspeakers, they had a band behind home plate? Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Dude, you know it would be even funnier, a mariachi band. I mean, I think it was pretty much that. <laughs> nice. Uh, I really – it was uh, it was pretty weird, so – but it was also kind of cool. Somebody did like bring up the band when I was sitting at that watch party for a little bit. They're like, instead of the loudspeaker, why don't we just have the band come? Yeah, see, that's not a good. But I think I do think for like big Saturday night games, I don't know how it would work. I'm sure baseball has rules about that. Well, I don't know. Cowbells at Mississippi State. But I mean, dude, once they have all the like. Not, let's let's establish this. It. I'll let you get your point across in a second. Rocky Top is great by the Osborne brothers, like phenomenal. But as far as in the stadium, as far as in the stadium, nothing beats Proud of the Southland playing it. Yeah. I mean, they're both heaters. They're both heaters, but the Proud of the Southland is a much more stadium Rocky Top. It's way better. Yeah. Maybe when we get that full stadium vibe, like we have the stadium yeah. all the way around, maybe that – it's got to be held in. It can't just go outside of the stadium, just right. like Tennessee's home run balls. And uh, <laughs> a, a product of the Southland National Anthem is way better than Jerry Stackhouse. So, Dude, what was that? He wasn't bad. I'll give him that. He knew he his limits. Bad. He wasn't I was impressed. Great. He wasn't great. He knew his limits, <laughs> which is all you can ask. <laughs> right. It's like a guy who goes out and stands on the pitcher's mound and tries to throw the first pitch. If you can't make it to, the, uh, if you can't make it to home plate, just walk down in front of it. No one's going to shame you. Yeah. Like Peyton. Peyton just – he didn't get on the mound. Credit to him. 
He was also wearing white shoes. Might have played into it. Yeah, he thought the mound was artificial turf too. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to know how – why do all the like big-time people in Knoxville sit on the porch? I get like it's a party. I get it. But like you're so far away. Like Josh Dobbs, Grant Williams is out on the porch. Dude, put their ass right behind home plate. I think it's the – like you said, it's the party environment. There's no seats. It's kind of just rowdy. I think it's great. I think I think I would. I, I would almost rather. I don't know because, like you said, you want to you want to see the action. But I do the old mitt. I need, but I need a better environment than what the porch has right now. I need beers flying on home runs. I need beers flying like sure. Ole Miss. So you okay? Got a plug on the screen? Yeah. Well, no. I was seeing if my dad was in this actual picture behind. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, because his seats be. are right there, so I don't, I don't know if the, if he is or not. Let's see. Well, now you're you're gonna go full screen there if I do that. Let me uh see if we. No. Oh gosh, that's no. in your face. Um, <laughs> we can check after. I was yeah, gonna try fine. to do it that's fine. in the that's middle, fine. but yeah, it won't work. Um, I don't have anything else, guys. Omaha Sunday, two p.m. We'll be here afterwards. Hope you know. I plan on celebrating. Um, regardless, you know, Tennessee's gonna be. I, I, I like that the mentality of just pitch by pitch, whether you're up six or, or you know, you're you're down one or whatever it may be, up one. Ten, Tennessee's just kind of got that same mentality there. Uh, you know, he called um, – uh, I think he was referring to uh, Jake Rucker, Steady Eddie. I, mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the whole team. Like, they, they kind of just have this even kill about them. And the, pro, the, appro- the approach is a very, very much – like, very, very much so a championship approach. That's not saying they're definitely going to win it or anything, but they definitely have the mentality to go do it. That's why they've gotten this far. Other teams have that mentality. It's why they've gotten that far. But um, Tennessee, Tennessee's got a lot going for them right now. Five-game win streak. Um, they've also uh, – and, and like I said, they just have a, a mentality that sets them apart. And um, best team in school history, I, I'll, I'll say it right now, 50 wins. I mean, I, the, the stat that you gave Kiv, and I know we talked about it on Sunday, 42 wins, That's that's good. 42 wins is good. You were just talking about when they score five runs or more. Yeah, forty-two and four. <laughs> they, I mean, that's they won. They won a lot of ball games this year. I don't think they're done. I think you're going to see that uh, add a, add on to that total. Uh, it's going to be an exciting two weeks in Omaha. And uh, hey, I, I don't think that may, that may not be our last live show from Omaha. Yeah, I mean, we do have another kind of championship series is that Monday. So you know, maybe we get them on for a. Maybe late Sunday night after a win. Yeah, he doesn't know that we booked him into a full deal. He doesn't know that. <laughs> he signed the contract. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just going to be another great atmosphere. I hope it's painted orange. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're not able to go due to work. But um, we made that championship series. I'm gonna, My bank account can suck it up. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> um, but that's all we got. You got anything else? You good? That's it. Shout out to Dylan for producing again. We appreciate you. Yeah, Dylan. My guy, my guy, my guy. Um, hey. There you go. <laughs> Hello. Come for the curtain call. I like it. I, I did have – I had one one more thing if I could add. Yeah. I've yeah. got um, stupidity is an epidemic. It's a little late, but it just I, I just thought of it. 
Herm Edwards at Arizona State with all that's been going on with their program that got released today about like recruiting violations, paying players, everything like that. You go back to what happened earlier, Arizona State's president or athletic director, whatever it was, called Tennessee a mess during our coaching search, which rightfully so. I mean, yeah, he wasn't wrong. But <laughs> it's an easy shot. Bring up old tweets that's, that's been yeah. focused the, on the all pot day. Calling the kettle black. Yeah, yeah. So that was not. I just you can't be that's pretty ironic. Yeah, and you can't. You're Herm Edwards. You can't be 87 and cheating. You're going to get caught. Yeah, come on, yeah. Herm. Not exactly as spry as he used to be. <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's great. That's a great point. Well, guys, appreciate y'all. Appreciate Kiv coming on. Good luck to the Vols playing Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I guess well, I don't even know what time's on there. There's they're central. Okay. So, so 1 p.m. Yep. Yep. Go Vols. We're bringing the boat in and we out.